welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at Michael Block Talk, and on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC for all the latest news, reviews, and interviews. We are heading back to the 90s as the girl group has arrived in Belgium, just without, you know, the polish. It's time to talk all things Drag Race Belgique 2, and here with me to discuss is a spice who likes it nasty, it's Nasty Queen. Hello. Hello. I don't know how to say bonjour, it's not bonjour, hi. <laughs> well, it, it is bonjour, hi, it's still French. Okay. <laughs> um, would, would you be Nasty Spice? Is that officially like your Spice Girl um, identity? Oh, yes. Oh, I am a big Spice Girl fan. So, like, that's yeah. Spice. That's a good one. I like it. I'm the sixth member. <laughs> there it is. All right, friends. Uh, even though I said bonjour, hi, uh, pronunciations, they're very bad. So I apologize. Um, maybe one day I'll get it. But as always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality show characters as presented to us. Reality production. We are showing the editing of the show wants to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, they really people didn't give an opportunity to go and tell them to share their craft with it. Also, themselves and to discuss what's in the podcast. We're to discuss reality and show. Okay, so listen, I know that all of these international franchises, they want to be like the American franchise because that's like the pinnacle of what drag race is through their eyes. I disagree. I don't think the U.S. franchise is the best anymore, but we can. I can have an entire debate with a bunch of people on the, on the podcast about that and probably get reamed on Reddit for it. <laughs> but there are certain challenges that the American franchise has done well, and they've mastered it. Yeah, because they've done it so many times. So when you're in your second season and you're like, okay, we're going to do the girl group challenge because everyone loves girl group challenge because you can put it on the socials. You can put it on Spotify and Apple music. You can make money off of it. Great. But the product has to be good. Yes. This challenge felt like a mess. I felt so bad for them. Yeah. Same. I was like, when the first group went and I was like, okay, okay. I was like, and then when the second group went and I was like, oh my God, the first group was actually better. That was all, it was a full on mess. Yeah, it, it was messy. And we're going to talk about it and maybe I'll throw out some of my conspiracy theories that I love to put out there. Uh, speculation, if you will. But I, I feel like they just were not prepared from the production end to make this the quality it needed to be yeah and after the tea right, that, that makes now makes even more sense yeah all right let's do this sarah logan has left the building and the game has gotten serious chloe will read her mirror message she is still there but she's feeling guilty as sarah is gone because of her do you feel like if you eliminate someone in a flip sync you should feel guilty no I agree. No guilt. It's, Girl, it's okay. You didn't you did what you gotta do. You want us to yeah. be there? That's what you gotta do. They all have to fight because there's only one winner in the end unless you're all stars four. I was gonna say I would feel guiltier when I have to eliminate the queen by the lipstick than on an yeah. actual lip sync. Exactly. Now as the girls de drag, we will see a cut on Lulu's head. Now obviously last week in the confessionals we saw Band-Aid. And then the editors do some shitty-ass editing. As you see Alvilda and Morphe getting out of drag, only to have Lulu with her headpiece still on in the background. And this is why I pay attention to the smallest shit. You're welcome. Yeah, Can't fool me, bitches. attention to that than me. <laughs> you can't fool me. Um, so did she get hurt because of the headpiece? Did she scratch her head? I want to know what happened. She said it was a rhinestone, right? Is it a rhinestone? Okay, girl. Um, Have you ever gotten a rhinestone stuck in any crevices or anything? Did I? Me, probably. I know I find rhinestones on me like days after. (laughs) I I have a friend who many years ago um was hugged by a drag queen who had 
rhinestones on their nails and they accidentally cut her in the booby area and the rhinestone fell in. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> the family were, yeah, it happens. It happens. It happens. It's a new day in the workroom and the girls will honor her, Miss Sarah Logan, with some cheerleading jazz hand bullshit, whatever. We're doing the, the, the coordinated entrance. It's just a thing. Now, it is time to learn the workroom running jokes. They include Gabbana singing out of tune, Alvilda tripping, and star farting. That sounds like a place I want to be. Oh my god, yes. Are there any crazy stories or antics or things that like audience members would not know happens behind the scenes in a drag dressing room that you've experienced? Well, we can be very stupid. Like very silly, mm -hmm. very stupid in like in a silly way. Yeah. Like because when I used to do turns, we used to like get there early because like me and Egypt we like to go eat the sushi across on the street, so we get sushi and then we would get the, like the in drag there. So there was always like silly moments or super moments. So it was fun. It it is a fun time. Yeah. Absolutely. The girls ponder what the next maxi challenge is going to be. Lulu is praying it's not singing and dancing. She hates it. Ha, tough luck, girly. Gabbana wants to dance. Madam Yoko has two left feet, so she wants to act. And Star doesn't mind. She's just ready to do something new. But Lulu is hoping to see some frites crew. It's been two weeks for her. Meanwhile, Chloe hasn't had frites in two weeks. Right, because they're actually talking about the same thing. Uh-huh. If you want to know how long it's been for me, it's a long time. It's really depressing. Well, don't worry. No one can beat me. No, I definitely can't. I can tell you that for believe sure. Believe me. You can't beat me, Michael. Believe me when I tell you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Alvilda will share what's in her imagination, though. And that is 10 Freak Crew guys. And then they sound the alarm because I bet the next thing that was coming out of her mouth is that the 10 freed crew guys were going to have an orgy with her. Probably. So they said, we're not going to do that. <laughs> now, Rita's message has something to do with bouncing back and being explosive. And then the girls are like, boom, I don't get it. Could you imagine if they actually went bungee jumping? That would be so Dragula. I was about to say that would be so That would be Dragula. <laughs> Yeah. Rita arrives with a baby blue suit and a Lisa Frank t-shirt. Why? Why the hell not? I mean, listen, she's she's going through an exploration. We're not even going to discuss what she's wearing next week. But you know what? She is trying <laughs> things on and she says, you're giving me free shit. I'm going to wear it. She asks the girls if they wouldn't mind getting closer to some sexy men. So she hollers for the Fruits crew and they walk in having balloons on their ass. And we know what that means. This mini challenge will require them to stick it to the free crew to find out what team they're going to be on. Either Team Blue or Team Silver. Could they not pick colors that were a little more different in shade? <laughs> no. When the first balloon popped, I was like, what, what was that? <laughs> what color is that? Now, we have seen many drag queens try to pop these balloons. Yeah in this type of challenge before this group is a group of bottoms yes yes what was the one that went with the head oh we're gonna go through we're gonna go, go through it um lulu will have a running start and she nails it she's good she's on blue get but she blew herself yeah love <laughs> will also have a running start We'll stop short and then can't pop it. So she tries again. She gets it. She's on silver. Um, Star's plastic hip actually does nail the man. She's on Team Bloom. Madam Yoko is a very dignified lady. And she's failing miserably. She cannot pop this balloon. All she does is knock him forward and knock him forward and knock him forward. But the problem, if you can see is the height difference. The problem was the balloon was too high for her. Yes. It was so bad. It was horrible because she kept hitting the balloon on her like uh, above her bed. <laughs> it was like it was so bad. Like, but she's gonna be on team blue. <laughs> Alvilda will try to go ass first and again will prove that this girl is a bottom. It's quite bad. She misses it a few times. She even uses their head but she <laughs> will finally decide to 
hold the man by the hips and thrust. She's on silver. Um, Gamana is a bottom. Again, not mad at that. Uh, she's on silver. Chloe Clark will actually shock the room and pop the balloon on one shot. She rounds out Team Bloom. And then even though she's on Team Silver, Morphe will go and will take two tries, but she will pop. And now that they have their dream teams, it's time to find out what the hell they're going to be up to this week. But before we do that, Nasty Queen, if you had to pop a balloon, how would you do it? Oh, like... The cool like that like like i would get a mm-hmm. run for it first <laughs> obviously because yeah. i'll probably be shorter but i would do like like a top <laughs> yeah you gotta do it like a top do it like a top, be like a top. all right they are getting a chance to dive back into the 90s think spice girls backstreet boys s club seven this week's maxi challenge is pop band aka the girl group challenge they need to name their group, write lyrics, and choreograph the number. We're going to talk about all of that soon. But first, who is your favorite girl group of all time? Spice Girls. Spice Girls. Spice Girls. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to assume that you grew up in the 90s, so you were um, old enough to understand who the Spice Girls were. Yeah. Yes. Did you have a favorite Spice? Ginger. That was Did you that was- have the dolls? No, because I'm I, I was in Brazil, so like, and I was not part of the upper class, so I have no money. I did you see Spice World? Deodorant. Of oh, interesting. Deodorant. Okay, I had a deodorant, which I saved it until I moved here. I still had the fucking deodorant, I love and I that. had um, lollipop stickers. Of course, did so you the- see Spice World? I, yo, I have it. I transformed the VHS in DVD and I have it here with me. I love it. I love it. Um, Did you cry when the Spice Girls first broke up? Yes, I was like very distraught when Jerry left because she was my favorite. Yeah. But I did buy. How dare she? How dare she? Yeah. I had two binders of like shit that I bought. The me- I was like in it. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. Now, obviously, the teams for this challenge were selected at random. Not how it's usually going for a girl group challenge. Do you like it being this random or do you think the randomness actually hurts the overall product? I like randomness. I Interesting. Feel like I, I feel like when they go for like, oh, but you're my friend. I want to do with you. I think that hurts more than mm-hmm. the randomness. Do you feel like some of the other successful teams in the past asked were because they picked them or do you think no matter what happened maybe it probably would have turned out similarly honestly it's i feel like it's very dependable on the situation i always feel like i better i rather they do the randomness than i don't think it mm-hmm. would change sometimes i think if they didn't do the random and they don't like, oh i want this one i want this one i think that would turn out worse do you have a favorite girl group from Drag Race, which which of the girl groups from all time is your number UK one? With Bimini, Bimini. Mm-hmm. the UK Hun, United Kingdom. The UK Hun, but her verse is forever my favorite. So you like to release the beast, Bimini? Yes, I love her. Yeah, listen, I have always been, and I always will be a loyalist to the Frock Destroyers, but. United King dolls, they're so amazing too. Okay, no, but the Frock Destroyers were good too. I'll give you to that. They were pretty good. I feel like the UK girl groups were always like one of the best. Of, oh, like. They did it right. They did it right. All right, the teams head to their stations to listen to the track. And unlike most episodes of a song challenge, they're actually going to play the music for us. We're going to actually hear the, the underscoring. No tomfoolery up in this bitch. I was happy about that. It's very 90s house dance track, not necessarily the kind of music that I would go for, but it's I'm going to say this very nicely. It's 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 Euro trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love I'm sorry. Sorry. Don't hate me, people. That's what we I call it. That's what, we, that's what it is. So. Yeah. All right. Lavove is like, I grew up in the 90s. So she's feeling like this can work in her favor. Morphe will say that her approach to the music is a bit different. She practices classical music, so she has to absorb the track. This is no Chopin. It's pop, bitch. Um, if I were to ask you to name your favorite classical composer, you would say? Mozart. Mozart. Is that because it's the only name that popped up to your head, or do you actually like Mozart? No, oh, 
I do like it. My grand, I grew up. Okay. I like my grandpa, my granddad. He used to mm -hmm. love opera and classical music. So when and I kind of grew up half of my parents, half of my grandparents, and not I could not only get the chance of the TV. So I grew up watching, mm -hmm. watching also a lot of German German TV shows and operas and listen to classical because of my granddad. I love that. I love that. So now we're going to find out who has what strengths on this team. Lefauve likes writing, but is not good at dancing. She is feeling strong to be in a group setting. Morphe, who just says she does not like pop music, will say that she will be the artistic director. Take that in for a second. The one who doesn't like this genre is going to be the artistic director. That makes zero sense. I know. I was like, oh, okay. But I did thought that was a different take in a group because we never saw them like trying to work that together per se. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gabbana can sing, which we knew. She's very confident at it. Alvilda can help with the dance. So there's a comp complimentary team. They're going to do great, right? Yeah, that's what we think. Yeah. Now, Miss Artistic Director will ask if they should do a battle cry. And Elvilda is like, how about we do a name first to shout out? Good point. Let's figure out what kind of name we're going to do. Levove is wearing a t-shirt that says, boys, boys, boys. And Morphe is like, I'm vetoing anything simplistic. It has to be sophisticated. So then we have Elvilda naming pop groups from the 90s. And Morphe is the nerd to remind us all that she was born in 1999. I know when she said that, I was like, okay, girl. Bye. <laughs> like, why would she do that to us? I know. Like, no one needs to know that you like, no, we don't need to know that. Lavo will suggest their initials, and Morphe, the artistic director, shoots that down as doing that as a girl group is tacky. Shots fired, other team. <laughs> Morphe will then mention that when she saw their group, they all had their own identities. They're all singular. So Elvilda would be like, identities. And there you have it. The pun and one. And I love that that is that sophisticated. Sure. If that's sophistication, I don't know what isn't. Let's go check out the other team. They're grooving to the song and Star is living for the 90s. And she's going to mention that the song sounds like Robin S. And Lulu is like, who? Come on, we got to show her love. I know. I know. I just said, who's Robin? Oh, Lulu mentions that French is not Star or Chloe's forte. So she and Yoko have to take the lead. Okay. Now to the name. They are going to be tacky and come up with the name using their initials, Slick, which actually works. It's a really good name for the say, initials they have. There's one thing, like, if your initials actually work to form, a, like, a, a word, a nice word, use yeah. it. Not tacky. All I'm going to say is one of these days, Drag Race has to rig this system, and they need to cast... A C, a U, an N, and a T. Put them oh in a girl group God. and force yes. them to call them that. Yes. Just um, do it once. Just, yes. 100% agree. It's time for a big dick contest. Madam Yoko is going to compare the groups. She thinks that the other group has a lot of work to do. She's not scared. Gabbana will say that they are classic and chic. And Chloe will be like, did you say trashy? And Gabbana's like, read the subtitles. And I'm like, I am. What more do you want from me? I can't understand the shade you're throwing. I don't get it either. Honestly, I, that, I feel like there's a lot of their reading that get lost in translation for us. We, we, we don't go there, so we don't know how it all works. We wish we learned it all, but we're not that sophisticated, apparently. We would just use our initials. Yes. Lulu is ready to crush them like a bug, and meanwhile, Avilda is ready to smash them, but not like that, the, though I'm sure they have all kai kai with at least one sister before. Um, yep. I can see that. We all we all have sat with yeah. on it to prove it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. okay now as the girls are seemingly hard at work a strange woman comes singing into the workroom she's singing over the rainbow it is la diva live not only is she a great singer she is a legend on the belgian drag scene if you peruse her socials you can see that she does know some of the girls personally but there is going to be no favoritism in the workroom now why do you think Rita did not accompany her with the walkthrough? Oh, I did not realize that. 
didn't even occur to me. Well, Rita doesn't. Why? Why would Rita add in a singing thing though? She's because she's just, the host. She's the host. I know, yeah, but I don't know why not. But if you, if that thing that you said that they only had two hours, wouldn't she be getting ready? No, no, I think they had they they probably had a lot more time than that. Um, because this is probably the night the day before they this have to actually before do the performance. They got the so. entire track then. Yeah, probably. probably. Oh, I see. I did not realize the reader was. I honestly didn't even. I didn't realize. That. Well, that's okay. That's okay. Well, Diva Live is going to start her coaching with Slick and asks if the song is totally good for the girls. And Yoko will start sharing some of the lyrics. And Ladiva, who guides her that she's not quite on beat, will help her with her timing. I was like, okay, okay. So good lady. She's, she knows what she's doing. Her professional assistance is exactly what Lulu wants. So Ladiva will ask who is in the head voice and the chest voice and all that. And Lulu is like, I don't know what that means. So she will ask her to use her chest voice and has her feel the vibration in her chest and points out that when she trills from high to low, she's got no vibration, hence head voice. Did you learn about music through this? I did because I also did not know what the hell. I just know what when people sing through their nose. That's the only thing I know. Why are you calling out Ariana Grande like that? <laughs> I did that, friends. I just did that. Um... And then the fucking bitch, Ladiva Live, has the nerve to yodel. Uh, Ladiva, teach me how to yodel, please. I love it. I love it. I love oh, it. was so good. Can you yodel? No. I can't No, sing. No, I would love to yodel. You? Could you imagine? I can't. No, I'd love to. Time to check out the other team where Alvilda thinks in her head she is Beyonce, while the others think she's Cindy Sonder. I'm assuming that's a dish, but I don't go to Belgium, so I don't quite know the reference. I tried to look it up, and I still got nothing out of it. With identities, Ladiva is going to have them each sing a little something. Alvilda goes first and sings about strolling in a clear spring, and Ladiva screams out asking for earplugs, so get that auto-tune ready. Gabbana goes, and she somehow was able to not get the show flagged for copyright infringement, as she will change the words, only some of them, to when you're good to mama from Chicago. Apparently, yeah. Gabbana thinks she's Jinx Monsoon. <laughs> yeah, but I will say she sounded better there than in her freaking talent. <laughs> yeah, well, Ladiva's going to shut her up before they get fined, because she knew that she was just going to sing the song that they had no rights to. Yeah. Morphe will sing happy birthday to Ladiva and again, not getting caught paying for the fine, but will insult Ladiva's age. And Ladiva will say that she was like Marilyn Monroe if she were there today. But there's work to do. I'm not sure if that was an insult or a compliment, but there was that. And Lebov, uh, Ladiva knows she's good on mic, but wants to hear her sing out. She will sing some of the lyrics of the song, and it's very drag race worthy. Like she's She's going to be told she's good and then calls over to the other table that her rhythm is better than theirs, but the other table can sing better. And Ladiva's like, I'm leaving here. You can deal with the shit I just stirred for all you. Okay, so why do you think that Rita didn't go with her? Do you have a theory? She probably was tired. Maybe she fell asleep. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just too many cooks in the kitchen. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know. Like, like I said before, sometimes yeah. the international versions just don't True. do it quite the same or or oh my god conspiracy theory maybe rita hates the little diva live maybe they hate each other and they're sworn enemies oh i don't god, know yeah, that would be that's like a conspiracy theory. <laughs> let's go with that one that's gonna start that one now they all want her to sing and she tells them to sing over the rainbow with her uh that was rough a bloodbath for sure judy garland was rolling over in her grave <laughs> It's okay. time to get these routines some choreo. Each group will have a moment on stage. The other girls will look on from the side. I really got to say, just all the franchises, just let them do it alone. Why waste the time yeah. when the other teams could be practicing themselves? I mean, after this challenge, they needed all the time they could get. That's the thing. I've been thinking that for so long now. There used to be like they each had their time. Why did they right. start putting both teams one sitting and watching? Like, I feel like that just makes it worse. I, I, I think they. they I think it's the just drama. for the commentary, and it's not even yeah. worth it. 
I agree with you. First, we have the ladies of identities. It's time for Elvila to take the lead on choreo, and she mentions how they use a lot of specific moves in the 90s, and it's what I'm going to call the Power Ranger pose. Just like jump up and then put your hands in a fist to your side. That's very Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Go, go. Did you enjoy the Power Rangers? Not really. I walked no, it was big in Brazil somehow, but I never got that much into it. You never wanted to be the Pink Ranger? No, that's the only one I liked. <laughs> Everyone wants to be the Pink Ranger. They're going to start with that pose, and she's going to give them a lot of easy moves that even I think I would be able to capture. What we see seems cohesive, but alas, this is just part one of their journey. Now it's time for Slick. Now, before we learned that the song Identities was performing was called, called Be Yourself. And now yeah. Slick says that their song is called Epic. So they literally had to write all the fucking yeah. lyrics. That's what I was gonna, that's what I was wondering. Like they didn't, were, did, they, did they write the chorus too? It wasn't just, yeah, they wrote the chorus. They did not get an, a, a chorus that they both shared. They just all, both shared the same music underscoring and, and they what, had to write the entire song. That's insane. That's what, Terrible. Because at least in the other franchises, they get the chorus and they just put their right. verse. When I saw the chorus, exactly. I was like, do they have to write this entire shit? Yep. Yep. Yoko's eyes have panic and Star has sciatic. That was rude. Not all old people have sciatica problems. I mean, I did, but I'm not that old. Probably Watching seen. this team, it was trepidation. It was rocky to say the least. Madam Yoko will give them a different type of Power Ranger move, you know, the one where they like Wakanda forever. But the other girls are questioning why Chloe, who is a dancer, is not stepping up to offer choreography. Now, if you were the dancer but nervous to lead your team, would you prefer to fade in the background? Or do you think maybe with Chloe there was a language barrier? Because she's the one who doesn't speak fluent French. She's she's being touch. Uh... I would fade in the background if I didn't want it to take the responsibility, yes. But I also would try to, like, give a help here and there. Because I was thinking the same thing, like, girl, you're the choreographer. Like, you're the dancer. Why you're not, like, doing any moves? Like, I don't... If I was nervous to take the lead, I would probably keep it to myself. But maybe give, like, a little here and there. Like, oh, maybe we should do this here, you know? Like, I don't think I would take yeah. food responsibility because that's another thing like if they complain about your cardio oh she's the one that did it right it's the day of the girl groups y'all notice how morphe has a i heart dilf shirt i saw that <laughs> also chloe has the skinniest legs she was in skin tight jeans i was like girl those are twigs <laughs> i would destroy her I noticed that's that from her dance for the from the talent show when they yep. feel like. Do you know who else has skinny legs that I would destroy in a heartbeat because I, they are my official drag race crush? Uh, who? Scarlet Harlot. Oh my god, she is a twin. <laughs> yeah, I love her so much. As the girls get into face, it's time to have some shit talking, including Yoko telling Miss Española that Drag Race España is that way. Girl, no. She came to Drag Race Belgique because she wants to then be an automatic fit on Drag Race España versus the world. She knows what she's doing. Yep. She's, she's like, no one from Belgium is going to be on Teresa, that I can be. She's a Theresa May or Belgium. <laughs> literally now lulu tells the room that you can tell who was born in the 90s as their eyebrows don't grow back anymore look who's talking the one who doesn't have eyebrows <laughs> can i tell you um lulu reminds me of someone out of drag oh me too austin yes. Yes. I, I haven't told the bitch that yet but it, they, they look very similar Yes, I, I I I told Rachel when I was like, I need you to watch and tell me if someone reminds you of someone. I don't, I don't want Austin to get the big head because I, that would admit that they might be slightly attractive, um, <laughs> because that's the last thing we need to tell that child. Um, but yes, they do very look similar. Yeah, 
Okay, so I'm not crazy because I saw that too. You're not crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right, time to talk about growing up in the 90s. Madame Yoko says her childhood was nice until she was 12. She began to understand she was different and people began to judge her. Her teachers even made her feel like she didn't belong. She says it was the only when she moved to study in Liège that she started becoming her true self. Morphe says it's funny that Liège is what helped her as it was the opposite as why she had to live in Brussels now. For her from preschool until she left the school system, she experienced a lot of physical, verbal, and emotional violence. She used to have to hide in toilets to avoid being beat up. She would cry in the gym locker room to avoid being seen. She has generalized anxiety. She sees a psychiatrist. She takes medication. And she says these are the consequences of unreassuring past experiences. And I would like to say, if you need help, go ask for it. Don't be afraid. It is helpful beyond words. Morphe is her best defense mechanism. She felt all alone her entire life, but says that there is someone who can understand if you speak up. So let's talk about Madame Yoko and Morphe's experience here. Um, obviously, there is a bit of a generational gap between the two of them. So one says that moving to Liège was helpful. The other says moving out was helpful. Uh, so maybe, again, different um, time periods for when they experience both. Yeah. But I think the moral of the story is if the place you're at is not working for you, don't be afraid to find a new place. Yeah, definitely. Don't stay. You, you, don't, you don't have to stay where it's not doing you any good or it's not healthy for right. you. Even though it's hard to understand that and to leave that, like it's going to be better if you leave than if you stay. Now it's Elvita's turn to talk about school. She was eight. She would be put into categories, boys on one side, girls on the other. She went with the boys, but they rejected her and said she wasn't a real boy. And that became part of her life. She felt she wasn't good and realized what she was experiencing wasn't normal. It was bullying. She never spoke about it and she hated herself for it. She wasn't able to be herself. She never told anyone that she thought about ending it all, but didn't have the guts to do it. She's going to get emotional and confessional and admit that it was the first time she's ever told anyone. And she says she felt useless that she couldn't even kill herself and felt very alone. And she oh. thought asking for help was for weak people and she couldn't be that. She finds it a shame that young people are taking their lives because of it and social media isn't helping. But she tells them that talking is not for the weak. Facing your fears and asking for help is a strong thing to do. Definitely um, a very vulnerable moment here. Um, if it is true that the first time she's confessing this is in a confessional on a reality show, um, it feels like it, it's it been a very, very emotional weight that's been on her shoulders. Yeah. Especially for her, if she never spoke about that before. And it's definitely one of those topics, like it's not new to Drag Race. We've heard other people discuss it before and, and the hardships, no matter where you are in the world, everyone has and i think that in a way is something that does help for those who are afraid to ask for help yeah that it is a universal feeling and it is something that people go through and no you're not weak for asking for help yeah it, you, you, you that's what people are there for yeah no that's like, like i always it's a, it's horrible and it's a sad thing to hear but i also think it helps whoever is going through the same and like watching this and understanding okay i'm not the only person that goes through this like it's okay to ask for help instead of doing something more drastic right so i i really do hope everyone who's listening really understands that you if you need help you go ask for it there yeah. are people there are lines there are there are ways to receive help even if it's a a, a, a little band-aid for the moment that will get you help in the long run just go do it it's okay they're all stars and they're ready to star on the stage. We're heading to the main stage where Madam Hostess Rita Vega is looking sensational. That yellow space goddess is stunning. The wig is great. Um, not the best wig on the panel. That be best wig belongs to Miss Leo. I know. That was so good. I loved it. She is she's the other I don't know what was her hair, you. what was wig. I, that I was, was in insane i loved it it was very mad header type of thing it's, it was so good 
like is that from her personal collection does she have a bigger budget than rita has for wardrobe like whoa that was amazing probably but that was amazing i love that moosty was looking so fucking cute this week. I was like, oh my God, can I just please take you home and cradle you? I just want to like <laughs> snuggle. I love him. And joining them this week is content creator Gail Garcia Diaz. Are you familiar with her? No. No. Even even my pal in Belgium was like, no. It's okay. She has followers and I don't. So Gail Garcia Diaz, if you want to help me, like if you want to give me like a thousand of your followers, let's start there. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> Okay, it's time to talk about our girl groups, and then we'll do the runway. Um, here's what I'm gonna say: I have conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. I don't know things for fact. All I'm gonna say is I don't think they had enough time to do this challenge. Um, yeah. you can tell that some of the best girl group challenges in Drag Race history had time. Whether it was the turnaround time being an issue, if it was not having the skills to write an entire song in time, if they didn't have the correct uh, vocal training or assistance to get the song to work, the overall product suffered. And I don't want to knock the girls too much, Mm -hmm. but in the sense of what we do on this podcast is we have to critique what we see. No, I I agree, and even like I don't even think it was enough time to all of them get the choreo cohesively. If that right. makes sense, we're gonna talk about "Be Yourself" by Identities. They have zero cohesion in their looks. Like it's not even like Spice Girls where their look matches their name. We just are wearing clothes that are on the body and calling it a day. Yeah, I was trying to match them, like, okay, if this was Spice Girls, this would be this, this would be that. But, like, then it was, like, it's, like, a mix two Spice Girls in one. Yeah, like, you you can see that maybe there was the posh Spice and the the, the sporty the Spice and, and the scary and the baby. Um, maybe we can get there, but it's a stretch. It's We're stretching. Stretch. No, it was a stretch. I think Lavove looked like she was about to go buy groceries at the corner store and put on whatever was not in the laundry basket. (laughs) I don't even think that was her drag. I think this was like someone had it on a clothing rack. Maybe it's a day clothes for Marfe. Maybe. She tried very hard, but this was not her challenge. You know whose challenge this was? Alvilda. The yeah. lyrics were great. The choreo was brilliant. That little shuffle move she did across the stage, obsessed. She was my favorite too. Like from when I finished the both groups, like she has to win. Or like I like I liked yeah. her, like, and I remember her. Now we get to the chorus, and here's the problem. Whoever mixed this track said, we have four voices layered on top of one another and said we're calling it a day. It sounded so muddied. This is why when we do girl group challenges, we have a pre-recorded chorus. Yeah. Because it makes the sound sound okay. It's it it sucked. It yeah. really sucked. The choreo was the best that they could do. And I can't tell you who was off in the formation. I think it was Morphe because it was multiple times, but mm. she was just so lost doing the group choreo. She was off a, a, a spot. I was about to say, and like sometimes I, I would see she would be blocked by the girl in front of her. Like, mm-hmm. that of like, like the. Audience. Like, if you can't see the judges, girl, you gotta move. Yeah, exactly. Her verse was very talky, not surprised. Unfortunately, again, did her look match the lyrics? No. Was she an alien? I don't know, but that's what she said she was. She wasn't an alien in her look. This was not tr- like working for her because the lyrics were true to her, but the image was not. Not, yeah, agree. Gabbana, if we're going to give her a Spice Girl name, I call her Expensive Spice. That look was just why. And I think it was wild that she did so much vocal speaking and opted not to sing. I don't quite understand why she went in the direction when we already know she's a singer. And she claims she's a singer. She sang a song in the talent show saying that she was born to be a singer. So like, Right. This is your chance, girl. Yeah. And then once again, it's Morphe who was off in the lineup in the final chorus. Uh, how she escaped the bottom is beyond me. I really don't know. I Overall, Meh, at best. 
I Alvida was the best for me in this one. Like the yeah, only thing by I can, far. Yeah. Now to Epic by Slick. This group is giving you neons and silver and making us feel like we're in the 90s fantasy. So at least we had some cohesion there. Yeah. Star starts us off and I am here for her gym mama look. I was like, oh, she is giving you that lady who just dropped off the kids, went to change and now is ready to pump some iron. <laughs> yes. I had no her idea. lyrics were very simple. Yeah, but I liked it. I didn't think she was Chloe Clark. Yes, it's true. Chloe Clark did very well, much better than I thought. She looked great, but really gave you that basic drag lyric. Again, maybe lost in translation, harder for her to find the right words in French. Mm -hmm. So she opted for uh, like the basic um, snatch and slay of it all. And give me the prayer. Mm -hmm. I love that their group chorus did include discussing French and Dutch in honor to pay respect to everybody in Belgium. Um, so this was a bring together song. Lulu actually shocked me. I think it was a sexy look and a decent lyric. For someone that didn't do dancing or didn't want to do this challenge, I thought exactly. It was, yeah. I do feel like the level of difficulty of this group for their choreo was very low. And with that, if you're not doing a difficult routine, it has to be exceptionally perfect. It was not even close. No. There were I, think I feel like, like you could have done it. I would. I would have nailed it. <laughs> you would have nailed it. I'm not. I. I. One thing that I can say, I am good at picking up choreo. I had 12 yeah. years of professional skate roller skating, so like, I had to. I, so you I, would be I, on that stage skating. I, it would I, be very 90s. I would be skating, like when Kelly Roller says, "Damn it, someone." Stole my idea. <laughs> Madam Yoko, I don't think she knew how to be cohesive in this girl group. Again, the talking was a choice. Her lyrics were actually quite negative about herself. Also, I got the impression that she forgot half of it, that she was not even lip syncing to it. Yeah, she definitely had some struggle. Um, this group could have been stronger if they put a bit more effort into the choreo in order to utilize all of their strengths. If Rita's face wasn't feeling it when they finished, we knew where they were going. Oh my god, yes. That, and that, and all like, right, are you? Yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and like when I was watching the group, was Madame Yoko didn't seem she didn't seem to be able to coordinate what she was doing with her arms and her body and singing at the same time. And I was like, girl, if you're yeah. a singer. How? You should be able to do it. Exactly. Category is Arch Nouveau. In honor of the runway, we will play Arch Nouveau or Arch Nouveau. Arch Nouveau. Now, I got to ask before we move into this, are you familiar with Art Nouveau? Not much, honestly. I, I knew the very basics of it. Um, it. Definitely after I did like the research on it more and do the google image search is like oh wait no i know exactly what this is and i can like pinpoint certain elements of things i've seen in the real world uh to art nouveau but it's very much a uh, artistic movement that was very big and debuted really in belgium and moved to to france and germany and and the netherlands oh, and everything so a uh, very very much a european style of an art movement and i think that's what I love is when we bring culture to Drag Race. Thank you. Can we please do something like this on Drag Race US? Please, uh, yeah. please. I feel like the the international franchises do that much more than yeah. US. I mean, I would say like US should do like a night of a thousand Georgia O'Keeffe's, but I don't think we want to see a night of v vaginas. <laughs> yeah, no. All right, let's start with Elvilda. No designers listed. I love the color story. It is spot on to the colors used during this period of art and architecture. The use of fabrics and textures really bring it into the world of Art Nouveau. It's still very sexy and strong, though, and still true to her. I loved it. I, I loved it. I love the way she did the boots with yeah. the velvet and still like it's a cape. But it's I loved it. I was I think this look looks amazing. It's an art nouveau for me. 
The judges say she had the least flattering outfit in the group, but their eyes were all on her with her crazy energy. She had the most transparent and honest lyrics. They call her look a success with the lips being the icing on the cake. I will give it an Art Nouveau and the audience. 77% Art Nouveau, 23% Art Nouveau. I'm a little shocked because it was very high for a while. Then a couple of people knocked it down, knocked it down. So I'm a little shocked by this, this score, but that's on you, girlies. Madam Yoko, look by Joey Adam, hair by Wig Me Up, jewels by Astrolab. Um, she is really tapping into the architecture of it all, and I personally think it reads quite astonishingly well. Yeah. The rich green is is beautiful and vibrant. The peacock elements are fantastic. The hair, not my favorite. I don't love the styling or color. I don't think it quite matches the other elements of the look. It's impressive and smart. Could she have given the gown a bit more structure to give the idea of a dome? Yes. Was it the end of the world? No. No. And like I, I see, I think she tried to do the hair to match the feathers of the peacock, but she only did yeah. the blue instead of like doing right. the the mix. And I was mm -hmm. so I was like, this is the first time I see a judge critiquing the kind of fabric. She I know for the dress, but like. I was like, what did you want like, to use that? Like, I was, I liked it. Like, I, I understand what the judges wanted to say, but like, she is giving you the structure. You can see she what she mm -hmm. wants to bring. So why are you like picking on the fabric? Yeah, because you basically, if you wanted to have like a dome, you almost had to have like a duvet cover as your, like, your fabric. Yeah. You need like a sleeping bag. Like, it was yeah. not going to work. Exactly. The judges say she is reminding that she's not reminds her that she's not the oldest and gets called out for it. They are ecstatic about the green of the dress. She was outshined by her sisters and didn't keep up. And she is questioned if a petticoat is Art Nouveau and wanted more of a dome shape. I say screw that. It's an Art Nouveau. Yeah, Art Nouveau for me too. Audience, 88% Art Nouveau, 12% Art Nouveau. Star. No designers listed. If you do a Google search and look up Art Nouveau, you will find a lot of images of beautiful women very much dressed in the style of Star's look. Yeah, she gave you so. Art Nouveau, but I fear it's very basic interpretation. The problem with this look is it's so flat. Nothing pops out and grabs your attention. The makeup is sensational. I do think it's a safe look, but a group this small, safe is sometimes not good enough. I see what you mean. It's like Art Nouveau goes to Mamma Mia type of situation. Yeah. But I know I can. I saw. I Google it when you said. I saw the like. I still think it's pretty though. But I see like compared to the other ones, it was pretty safe. Yeah, the judges say they that there was a clash of style with the accessories and jewelry, and they did not like her shoes because every drag queen has those shoes. Despite that, they liked the embroidery on the sleeves. She had amazing energy in the group. I will give her an Art Nouveau. Me too, because I like it. It's simple, but I still like it. Audience did not. 21% Art Nouveau, 79% Art Nouveau. Oh. Chloe Clark, look by Joffrey and Maison Bruneau, hair by Wig Chapel, jewels by Joffrey. I'm going to put a pause on this for a second once again and say Joffrey, who could not fucking do a look to save their life on Drag Race Italia season two, is designing this beautiful fucking shit for other queens. Girl, girl, what is fucking going on? drag race that did this yeah 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 this what? is the second time we've had a joffrey look on this runway this season and both times it's been exquisite what why could that joffrey not be there on drag race where was this one he was on drag race. yeah i don't know Okay, again, the color story here is dynamic. Part of why this look is so successful is because of the movement of the gown, but the movement of the headpiece, the way that it's constructed and the turquoise she uses, it just feels like that it's moving and growing. Okay. She's using a wonderful balance of colors and textures. I understand why the nude panel is there to keep the gown up and props to her that matched the skin tone quite well. My yeah. only critique is on the collar. I would have opted for the salmon color or the turquoise and not the dark teal because it was the only use of it. But overall, this was fantastic. It was gorgeous. And I, I, I agree with you. I would use the, the collar because I think it goes, it, it, it fails like the bow, it fails. I would do the same color of the headpiece, the yeah. turquoise of the headpiece. 
the headpiece because there's no other like tool like that than that on her look whatsoever. So I would also change it, but like it's gorgeous. I still can't believe it's, <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yeah, I know. The judges say they call her wonderful and the dress is expensive, exquisite, and opulence. They say she was relaxed in the performance and she is stepping up the ladder step by step. I will give her an Art Nouveau. Art Nouveau, 100%. Audience, 92% Art Nouveau, 8% Art Nouveau. Morphe, no designers listed. So they say she's giving Tiffany Lamp. Fine, I can buy it. But between Marina Summers and Sminty Drop, if you're going to do a lamp on Drag Race, you got to do a fucking lamp. Uh I think, once again, Morphe is a strong drag artist with a unique perspective on the art. It's just not translating. She is too internalized in how she presents her ideas. Many of the other looks, I understand the reference. I know what the concept is. This took me way too long to get. And the garment itself was lacking. Like those, again, were clothes on her body. It had nothing to do with the shape of the lamp. I did not know it was a lamp until someone said it. Right. Uh, I do not like it. I feel like if you're going to be a lamp, why are you wearing brown? Like, wouldn't you be golden? All right. Like, it did not look like a lamp to me. This was not cute. Like, I it's I feel like the, she has awesome ideas. The delivery of the ideas, the, the, the final product, it's not like it needs to be a step up. I agree. Art Nouveau. No. Art Nouveau. No. Audience, 22% Art Nouveau. 78% Art Nouveau. No. Gabbana. No designers listed. I love this look. It's very ballerina meets architecture. I love that she went with this rich gold. I would have loved a pop of color somewhere, maybe in the jewels. It's a unique silhouette with the layered tool being the same size. She says it's a staircase. I'm going to take her word for it. The makeup is brilliant. Very well done. She's very much redeeming herself. Yeah, from the first week, 100%. I also didn't get stairs from that, but apparently the judges get it. got it, so good for her. But this, I thought this exactly. was gorgeous. It almost like a bug gave me kind of like a bug vibe too. Yeah, so it was I, really, really cool. I would give it an Art Nouveau. Yeah, same as an Art Nouveau for me too. Audience, 81% Art Nouveau, 19% Art Nouveau. Lulu Velvet, no designers listed. I like the waist up. The makeup is pretty. The hair is exceptional. She really got the Art Nouveau in how it's styled and the color of the hair. The twisted element on the top of the corset is really pretty and an incredible copper color. But I feel like she just kind of gave up with the skirt and it's just draped fabric. It's not as ornate as some of the other looks, but it still fits the category. I like her. I do. I like when the when the the skirt, like when you have some so, something so intrin- intrinsic. Is that the word? Intricate. Yeah. Intricate. Thank you. <laughs> Intricate. And then, like, it goes to something more simple. It's just, like, that's, I like that. Because I feel like if she wa- if it was so complicated, the, the skirt, it would be too much. Yeah. So, like, I actually liked it. It's an Art Nouveau. I'll give it an Art Nouveau. Yep. Same. Audience, 69% Art Nouveau, 31% Art Nouveau. Oh. And. And Lavove, no designer listed. All right, like Star, she went in the direction of emulating a woman in a piece of art. This lady looks like a woodland sex nymph. It's just way too basic. There is nothing breathtaking about it. The only adjustment that I feel is if this dress got like that cascading color on the bottom, mm-hmm. it just unfortunately like looks like it's been dragged in mud. The whiteout contacts scare the shit out of me. The back piece should have been present the entire time to make her actually feel like a walking art piece. It's just not working for me. I love the idea. But mm-hmm. I some of the things she had, like maybe she should have whitened her entire beard. Like so you could sure, there you go. like you're a piece of marble walking. Because yeah. like she wasn't half and half, so like I love the idea, and I like that piece should have come up way earlier, not in the end too. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, and I know that you talk about the dress. Maybe she should have started from the chest down, and not right. just on the bottom. The judges tell her she lacks flexibility at times. They love the inspiration of the look, but call her challenge look. First time in drag. 
That was they're like, not wrong. They're I know they're wrong. not wrong, but that must hurt to hear. I'm them. I'm gonna give her an art move. No. Yeah, it's an art move. No, too. The audience, they were kind. 63% Art Nouveau, 37% Art Nouveau. Yeah. Rita reveals that the winning team is Identities, and they have won the respect of the jury because they're going to be judged individually. I was like, why even tell them that? I know, right? Rita calls forward Lavove, Alvilda, Star, Madame Yoko, and Chloe Clark as the tops and bottoms. Morphe, Gabbana, and Lulu Velvet are safe. Do you agree? I didn't think Morphe would be safe. But Should have been I, in the bottom. I agree with Gabbana being safe and Lulu being safe. I would actually save Star over Gabbana. Over Star over Marcel. I, I agree. I don't know why Star was in the bottom, honestly. I feel like they really just wanted... I don't know. I can't tell you. I can't figure it out. Okay, because like I feel like she did better than Murphy in looks and in the group. It's almost like they're like, you know what? We're going to play with Morphe's mind and fuck it up. You know, like, why is she, what, like, what are they doing? I don't know. I don't think, I, I don't understand the judging sometimes. Well, with the safe three backstage, they are trying to predict the results and find it tough. Morphe says it should be Madame Yoko and Chloe in the bottom and Lulu agrees. Can't wait for them to find out. I know. Right? Morphe like, is pissed. Chloe and Chloe in the bottom. Like, she's tough, but okay. And she's pissed. She says she keeps doing something different and it's still safe. She doesn't know what she needs to do to stand out. Do you think she needs to tone it down backstage a little bit? <laughs> Say it again. Do I think she needs what? To tone it down backstage because I feel like she's yeah, getting an she, attitude and it's not a good edit. No, and she she has a vision of herself that it's not the vision that's translating when she walks out with her right. look. I agree. Again, I don't I don't want to say it's youth or or lack of experience because I don't think it is. I just think she doesn't has she's probably never been challenged to present her looks to someone who has to talk yeah, about her looks yes yes i don't think she probably never get someone to tell her like you need to like amp it up a little bit like, and, and you know what Let, let's 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 be honest with ourselves we know how drag scenes work no matter where in the world when you yeah. have your group of sisters and fellow artists they're going to be the ones to boost you up sometimes they might tell you the tea but overall you surround yourself with people you know are going to boost you up not tear yeah. you down so she's probably in a very artistic minded group that is all about this avant-garde exploration of the the drag artist and it's yeah. just not translating on a show primarily for drag queens yeah that makes sense because the tops and bottoms return and overall the mood is low Lavove knows that her look may be have been relatively simple, but being told it was first time in drag hurt her. Um, I mean, listen, you've been to pieces before on a Monday night. You know what some of these bitches walk in with. I do. <laughs> and that would be there, no doubt. Yeah. Chloe shares she was given mixed reviews and doesn't know if she will lip sync again or be safe. But in confessional, Morphe will tell us that the one person she does not get along with is Ooh. Chloe. They haven't bonded. And she says she has been in the bottom twice and thinks she should leave. I like. I was like, Hi, okay. Please. Yes. Okay, so we have a little rivalry going here. They didn't show her face when they talk about Chloe, right? When they got back, I don't think no. so. No, no. Laveau thinks she has shot herself in the foot with a look that's more evanescent. Evanescent. Oh, evanescent. Okay. <laughs> I love that band. I need to. Lulu tries to tell the girls that they're all fabulous to boost their moods, but we have eyes. That's not the tea. Some of these girls are very sad right now. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Yoko. I think she knows she fucked up. Yeah. Well, the queens are back. The decisions are in. The winner of the week is Elvilda. Chloe Clark and Star are safe, leaving Madame Yoko and Lavov as the bottom two. Do you agree? Yes. Well, maybe. I still don't. I, I still think Morphe was the worst of, like, I agree with Madame Yoko. Like, from the ones they picked yep. from top to bottom, I agree with that bottom. 
But again, I would have more faith there and not. Yeah, from this group, yes, this is the right decision. Alvilda definitely was the winner this week. Yes. She was fantastic. Um, the song is Brussels Je T'aime by Angeli. I love this track. It was a really cute track. I liked it too. I loved it. Now, Lavove is doing this number blind, apparently, because of the contacts, but you couldn't even tell. She did it yeah. very well. You can tell she's a professional. I could have been waiting for it to see if she was going to fall off the stage. Right? I think they off. both brought a unique heart into the song, but you could tell that Madame Yoko is mostly a live singer. She yeah. wasn't as animated in her performance. It was comparatively very minimal and very internalized. Like you can tell, like she sings behind a microphone doing torch songs and, and she it. emotes through her voice, yeah. not through that's, a lip sync. That's what I was thinking. Like, okay, because I, okay, you have a live singer, but live singers know how to lip sync too. But she, right. but I, I guess she just stands behind the mic and just do the. Are part of things. No. It's it's I, I don't want to say that it's a um do something Charlie moment, but I feel like she had the same excuse as Charlie Hyde. I see. Mm -hmm. Like we I just see. don't have time anymore to like say if you want to be on drag race, you gotta know how to lip sync. Like it's not ever going to be a something that's not there. Yeah, I agree. In the end, Lavov stays, Madame Yoko is out. Do you agree? With that lip sync, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think it's really interesting. I, 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 Madame Yoko is a very interesting character. Um, three episodes in, I think she, she showed who she was, but I don't know. There's, there's something didn't stick. Something was, was disconnected between Madame Yoko and, and the, the show. Um, I can't put my finger on what it was. I, I don't think she was made for a competition. Like, yeah she is like i said a live singer and she is made for that kind of performance i don't think she was made for the other aspects of what this competition mm -hmm. involves right you know like i wasn't in, i like sure she had good looks yeah she did but like i have some burning questions throughout this podcast stop are you ready yes what is madame yoko's legacy uh, <laughs> she can sing. She can sing and she pulled Megami. Oh my god, yes. Yes. Isn't it funny that this week is the week that we get to talk about the two queens who try to be political in their talent shows and then got eliminated? Oh my god, yes. I did not think Future that. drag race contestants, don't do that. Don't do that for no. your talent show. It doesn't don't work. Do it. Yeah. Who won the week? Who had the best episode? Alvida. Alvida. Fantastic. I was so happy to see her grow. And you know that that moment in the workroom, it's definitely one of those helps for the episode, but it I helped her along. Helped unburden her. Yeah. All right. I don't know what the challenge is next week. I don't care what the challenge is next week, but someone might have cheated. What do you think happened? Oh my god! I I wonder if it's the same thing that happened in survey that someone was like with a phone or researching shit. Listen, if someone has a phone, Vivaldi, um, you should go home. That way, Keta Minaj can be in the finals. Remember that it's all Vivaldi's fault. So everyone who is now standing Keta Minaj right now, just know she wasn't in the finals because the bitch cheated. Yes. Oh my god, and she didn't get disqualified. That for me was like she had a fucking phone. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see what happened because Rita did not seem happy. Not at all. Like that was it, it seems to be very serious. Yeah, I can't wait like to find out what happened. Getting something from the outside inside that thing, like maybe she got a costume maybe. that someone else made a costume or something like that maybe it's a sewing challenge and she got someone else to make the and it wasn't like her what she did in the fucking workroom all like right that. listeners you throw me your conspiracy theories for the next couple of days tell me what you think happened i'll read the best ones on the podcast because i can't wait to find out what this was watch it be something so stupid watch I it be something something so stupid and i'll be like they got me again gal I after three episodes the winner of the season is 
Oh, it's too Lulu Velvet for me. Okay, I would have gone Lulu Velvet, but she was safe this week, and I really am feeling Alvilda. I really feel like there's something that's connecting. Uh, she's been high, she's been high, and she's been a winner. I will give the one thing we haven't seen from her yet is acting, so that's the one yeah. challenge where I would I would say maybe we have some difficulty, but I think Alvilda is definitely doing very well. Okay, I'll get yeah, both of them because they're my favorites for so far. Yeah, I mean, as much as I'd love to see Austi win, I just don't know if it's in the cards <laughs> at the moment. Same. All right, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Social media is nasty under, underscore queens with an S. And Cash App is just nasty queen without less. Still no projects. We love still it, we love it. Working on my moving and getting my freaking makeup station ready so I can go back out and drag. But you'll see me before uh i'll have things coming up <laughs> amazing well thank you so much for being here thank this was a blast you. it's always a pleasure